When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's a good day. Singing the song, and it's a good day. Tom Bernard Show with co-host Catherine Brandt, Andy Brandt Bernard, Mike Molina, and the Hackmaster at the virtual right hand, Ralph Do you have a? Co- I, got you have a I got the pipe. I got the pipe. I got. Oh, great! Thanks. Yeah, got- good to see you, Ralph. Get the hell out. That'll last. I tell you what. It, you know, this is this is. I don't know if it's the uh, the influenza, but man, it's the real thing. Oh, Started the antibiotics yeah. just today. Antibiotics. Really? Good old Molina. Oh, yeah. I thought it wasn't. I thought, I thought antibiotics weren't effective. For they they the aren't flu? effective no. unless unless you, well, I was bringing up some really nasty looking stuff. It was it was looked like. Boy, a look at the Thanks time. for sharing. <laughs> well, mom had the mom had to take antibiotics for her lungs. Well, that's because I got pneumonia. Well, it's probably from the flu. Yep. Yes, I got a secondary infection. Yeah, definitely. So there welcome you go. to the show, everyone. We'll be- <laughs> Yeah, great. Welcome Thank to old you. people talking about their ailments. I got the lumbago too. I need to get me a new bed. My knees. Oh. I need Carter's little liver. I need Carter's little liver pills too. Probably. Are you two done now? <laughs> Can we go to break? Are you, are you done? We're done. You, Kvetching? Kath, yeah, we're Catherine done. and Ralph. Kvetching. We'll be right back, Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Due to the billions of marketing dollars spent by Walzer Automotive on Tom Bernard Podcast, you hopefully know that Walzer sells cars. What you might not know is that they also have two full-service collision repair centers in the Twin Cities. They're fully certified by all insurance carriers and can help you navigate all the paperwork if you ever have an accident. But wait, there's more. They've also been in the paintless dent repair business for nearly 30 years and can take those pesky dings out for just a fraction of what traditional bodywork costs. Broken windshield? Walzer Collision is a fleet of full-service mobile glass repair trucks as well. Walzer are pros at body and glass repair, but don't take my word for it. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and a nearly perfect 4.8 Google rating. Check them out at walzercollision.com. Sorry, I've got no music. Why not? What happened to the music? Now just iTunes is acting up on me. Everything is off to a great That's start. That's hard to believe. That's off yeah. to believe. We're it's fine, Ralph's fault. don't worry. But we do have Kristen. <laughs> oh, Kristen's with us? Yep. Yes. Kristen. Hopefully you're Dressing not sick. Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood uh, sliding. Do you want me to um, splash top in and like try to fix it, or do you have it? I just restarted it. I just had to shut it down. Okay. And... 
it should be good. Just yeah, sometimes iTunes is like I'm not going to work today. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it'll all, it'll be fine. It's no problem. So, Kristen, are you sliding away into the ocean? <laughs> it's pretty wet, actually. The um, streets that um, are behind us is one main huge street. It's closed. It's flooded. So that means everyone heads oh. to the freeway, which is already a mess. So mm. well, at least put it, at least it put out the fires, right? Yes, I feel bad for the fire areas, though, because the worst thing to have is a fire immediately followed by heavy rain because that's when the mudslides start. The foliage can't uh, block it because the foliage isn't there. Christian, Christian, I have a recommendation. Why don't you go down to the L.A. River and you watch the L.A. River, see if you can see any heads bobbing around. (laughs) There might be a few. I believe it's the men from the Golden Globe. Oh, ow. (laughs) Yeah, it's white men. They've been sold down the river. No, they were. It's not just men. Someone reported ahead when we lived out there in the the LA River. So they got the nets out and dragged it. Here it was just one of those big old mayonnaise jars bobbing around in the river. No way. (laughs) But the the river gets quite high this time of year down there. Man. It does. We have not had rain in over like six months. So the river definitely needs some filling up for sure. Honestly, you, you haven't had rain in what? Like six, six months. Six months, she said. Six months? Mm-hmm. Man. Well, California is a desert. Yeah. yeah and we're, we're expected to have a dry winter again this year. We had an extraordinarily wet winter last year. This year it's going to be very dry, which is probably the worst thing that uh, could happen to us because, you know, we've had very warm temperatures. It's really been more like summer here versus winter, and so it's been a really strange, like, don't tell me child climate change doesn't exist because I'm seeing it even here in L.A., Oh, once Al- you settle down, Al Gore. Al Gore's jumping up and clapping his yeah. hands. He's, he's, he's back at bravo. that. Bravo. <laughs> yeah. Yay, Kristen believes she's a believer. I um, am a believer. Yeah. That. Well, I tell you what, cl- there is climate change, but I wish they'd address the real problem. And the real problem is we don't control what China and India does. It's not helpful. Uh, at all. They don't contribute to the Paris Climate Accord. They say they do, but they don't kick any money in. And the other thing is, there are 7.3 billion people on Earth, and all of them are in India, China, and Africa. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, when I, no, I don't see Africa's... China, and the, the pollution there is disgusting. Like, I had yeah. asthma like, symptoms while I was there, and I don't have asthma. And I felt like, oh my gosh, I came back to L.A., and I was like, fresh air. Come on, when has L.A. ever had fresh air? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ch- yeah. China's uh, well, like China's basically they're just they're um, America a hundred years ago. Only um, they have the technology to do a lot more than America did a hundred years ago. So uh, it's a whole lot worse. I want you to do me a favor today, Kristen. Yeah. I want you to call Oprah and tell her you can't blame climate change on honky men. Oh yes, she can. <laughs> You can blame everything else on white men, but you can't blame that on because that is definitely a problem that's much more serious in the Eastern uh, Hemisphere. Much, much more serious. I mean, look, everybody should live a, live a clean life. I agree. The recycling and keeping things clean, everybody should. But we just will not address the real problem, you know, the major problem. Well, I guess, we, you know, we are part of the problem, definitely, but nowhere near as big a part as China and, and India. Well, and it's definitely, it's getting a lot better pretty quickly. I mean, look at just 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. No one recycled because recycling was like not something you could do without driving all your stuff over to the next city. That's true. It, People it would just drop it true. off on the freeway. <laughs> People used to just throw trash out the window. We've yeah. all seen that. In, in 50 years, I, oh, yeah. yeah. 50 years ago, I, I drove. I see that down in Florida. Sorry. Oh, I'm Still? sorry. I, 50 years ago, I drove from Phoenix to visit my sister in Canoga uh, Park up in the valley. And I drove there three or four times before I ever saw any mountains. I drove up the 134 past the you know, graveyard there on the left uh, and uh, never saw the mountains until the Santa Ana's blew. And I said, where did all these mountains come from? At that time, it was as bad as Pittsburgh was in the 30s and 40s where you couldn't see mm-hmm. the sun. L.A.'s oh, The Johnny is, Carson show. Yeah, it's been improved yeah, so much. Yeah, talk about it all the time. Yeah. Uh, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, like I said, hopefully we can all uh, figure But But China and India are never going to cooperate. It's not going to happen. And until they do, we got major, major problems, and I blame them on Kirsten. <laughs> Thank you. Kirsten it's, Kirsten, it's all your fault. There's no question about Send it. Send all um, my way, please. <laughs> now, the man you married, what do you refer to him as? Um, my husband. Okay, you go with husband, and does he call you wife? Yeah, yeah. 
property. I mean, okay, the reason well, I'm we're asking, talking to other people. Ask, well, yeah, I mean, when, when like if someone's asking like about my husband or something, I call him by his first and last name too all the time. I don't call him by his first right. name. Yeah. But the word wife comes from an old Indo-European word, wape, which means to wrap. No, it doesn't. It does too. Wife comes from whiff, which was um, old English for woman. Whiff, it means woman? Yep. Okay, so what does husbandi mean? Housebound. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. It is. It's housebound. It's from German. Master of the house. It's an old Norse word. I think this is tenuous at best. Oh, here we go. I know for I know the wife thing because, like, why would our word for husband come from Old Norse as opposed to German, which our language is, you know, based English, off of? English is based off of, of German. It's basically French. German, um, Latin, and then, you know, just like some Romance languages mixed in because why not? So just housebound. I think, yeah. That's, that, what, that's what I always heard. Housebound and woman. Etymology of husband. Oh, well, here we go. And let's test mom's. Uh, let's see. What do I win? What do I win? Do I win something cool? Late old English uh, for housebound. just male head of a household. It's that's husband. it, husband. Right. Yes. Yeah, so this says master, master of the house. Uh, well, that's. Well, you're in dreaming. Old, in old Norse, who's. <laughs> <laughs> was house, which makes sense, and then Bondi was occupier, so it was like a house occupier. Well, isn't so that they're the housebound. Yeah, there yeah. you go. I told you. No well, one listens to me. It has to be verified by Google. This says what master do you win? of the house. I'm just... What do I win? I guess I got applause. But so. you it, out the charm? It's not master of the house. It's it's occupier of the house. Right. It's not master. It's occupier. <coughs> it's so not housebound. It's occupier. Well, see. Probably because when white men wanted to control women, yeah, they made it men. that way. It was white men. <laughs> um, what is MSN? That's uh, MSN is. Um, it's like a news site. A news um, site. Is it yeah. left leaning? I really don't know anymore. I know MB- MSNBC is, but yeah, I don't know about I don't know about MSN itself. I, MSN's kind of like yesterday's news. Oh, is it? Yeah. MSN is Microsoft. Whole, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is Microsoft. Yeah. Is it? It should be Microsoft conservative leaning. Network. Network. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, so you think it is? Well, yeah, but the owner of Microsoft. It is, is Microsoft. But it's not. Is it right leaning or left leaning? Oh, I, I would because guess right. I don't think they say on their headlines, do they? Really, you think so? They should. There's a website <laughs> bias uh, like site that says how biased a thing is. Yeah, so we'll find out because there's a there's a stat that I that I saw today. It was sent to me. I don't dig for these things. People send them to me. So we go, God, what did Bernard do? Just sit around all day digging up facts about? No, people send them to me all the time. A slight to moderate liberal bias. Slight to moderate liberal bias. (laughs) I like this. Committee to investigate Russia has a slight to moderate liberal bias. So slight to moderate. So it's very left leaning. Uh, It could be anywhere from fairly to very. Uh, The reason I bring that up is the MSN asked their viewers or readers or whatever they have, would they vote for Oprah Winfrey for president? And 72% of them said absolutely not. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Which surprised me. I, I mean, that surprised me. I mean, if they're going to be honest with themselves, spending the past year saying reality show host, reality show host, then they can't elect a reality show host unless they're hypocrites, and I they guess. know that. And I mean, she's not a reality show host, but you, it's basically the same thing. Mm, she's kind of. also she's from never TV. really... Yeah, and she doesn't really reveal a lot of her political views on everything. So she kind of has, you know, we obviously she's probably been voting Democratic for the past, you know, several presidential elections. However, it's one of those things that she hasn't been like, this is how I feel about abortion. This is how I feel about that. She would have to reveal all of that, throw her taxes out there. Although, I mean, it's true. But Mm. there's a lot of things that she has kept secret. What about those rumors about her and Gail? What happens with her own Stedman? Like, there's so many things. What, I don't think she's yeah, interested about, in it. How about that picture of her sticking her tongue in Harvey Weinstein's ear? What? Weinstein. <laughs> Steen, whatever. She's, there's a picture of her sticking yeah, her tongue into Harvey Weinstein's ear. Yeah, it's all over Twitter. Huh. That's gross to begin with anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's there's so many or pic- somebody else. <laughs> yeah, there's so many pictures of Meryl Streep and uh, Oprah and all of these actresses that are talking about uh, Me Too and blah, blah, blah movement. That They're all hugging him and kissing him and smiling. What a smiling. surprise, Holly. What is all about you? 
Phonies and hypocrites. Why, why, yeah. didn't, why didn't the women in Hollywood just say, instead of wearing black, we're not going? They thought about that. That was actually the initial one. That was the initial thought was to not go and to boycott. But then they felt like, what are we missing an opportunity to talk about it? Um, yeah, well, they, and, they, would, and the women did. The men didn't. You know, so it's kind of it was kind of a weird night because it felt like <laughs> a little. What would they actually? And, what would they actually be boycotting though? They would boycott the white man supremacist uh, award show. That's what that is. So they would, that would be the oh. best way to get back at the people to control that. Women don't control those award shows. That would have been Correct. the best statement, I think. That would have been the, uh, the brutal say. How about we don't have any awards this year? Enjoy yourself. I like it. A bunch of men sitting there? I like there. it because I never want them. Yeah. I never watch them anyway. We don't care about your fashion. We don't no. care. Nice talks. Well, and I do think, I actually think that um, the most interesting thing was actually Natalie Portman coming in after Oprah's week speech, and then she's like, here are the all-male nominees. And, like, you've got Ron Howard, who's, oh, like, God. you know, the nicest guy in Hollywood going, oh, God, what am I just, like, what am I standing next to? Um, because there are legitimately a couple other females that could have been nominated and nobody was. So, it's you know, that's a dialogue I would be interested in. But, you know, the rest of it is people can take it for what it's worth and other people just, you know. I mean, I have to tell you, like, I had so many people because I posted a photo of my outfit in black so many people harassed me that night i was like why do you care if you don't agree with it why do you have to harass me about it because that's the whole point that's true <laughs> well there and, weren't so many and people and i will tell you me. it was 95 percent young white men under 30 that's what i thought was really that Dick. is interesting yeah i don't know you're going it on social media so like, they're the ones that are yeah, but they're, I mean, and I, I expected it, I have to be honest, but it's like, I don't give them attention and I don't have time for it. I just like either block them or mute them. But at the same time, I'm like, why is it the same demographic that's doing it? That's my question. Yeah, well, that that is interesting that young white men, and do you know for sure they're white men? Yeah, I mean, if, if they had posted, most of them had a, a photo posted in their profile. So oh, I always click okay. on their profile and a lot of them were military. Or former military, um, which I also thought was interesting. Um, and I don't know what that has to do with anything, um, but uh, why they cared. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they don't follow me or anything else like that. So yeah. why they had That's to take weird. time out of their day, you know. Because when I don't see, when I see something I don't like, I just ignore it and move on. I don't have time. Right. No, I understand that. Absolutely. You know, we found something out, or I shouldn't say we did. Andy did yesterday. Do you know why you live where you live, Kristen? Why? Because back a hundred years ago, people, instead of moving down to Florida to shoot movies, because there was a guy down in Florida that they didn't want to be anywhere near. So that's why Hollywood is not in, in instead of being in Los Angeles and Hollywood, why Hollywood's not in Florida, in Hollywood, Florida. Okay, The reason mm-hmm. for that is they moved everybody out to Los Angeles because there were no taxes basically there. And they moved out there to screw Thomas Edison out of money because he owned every patent to shooting movies. So they moved out there to cheat him out of money. Yeah, back then it was more <laughs> trouble than it was worth to sue people who lived all the way across the country. Well, yeah, come here. True. We got all the taxes you need. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thanks yeah, for changing. You got changed. some taxes, all right. There's yeah, no we're doubt gonna, about everyone's going to be moving out. Everyone's going to be moving out of town. I'll tell you that much. I think you're probably right about that. Yeah. We will be right back. Tom Bernard Show. I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking. They always say the relationship with a client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital, an equipment loan, or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company? A better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. If you've noticed your vision getting cloudy, blurry, or dim, or having more difficulty seeing at night, you could have cataracts. Tom here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they do much more? They do, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age where my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. 
My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Of course, Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology and vision options available, so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you've been told you have cataracts or you're wondering why things just aren't as clear as they used to be, call the experts at Whiting Clinic or go to whitingclinic.com to learn more. See the folks at Whiting Clinic in order to see your very best. And don't forget to tell them that I sent you. Hollywood swinging, but Hollywood, California, not Hollywood, Florida. So that was interesting. Finding out that the people moved out way out there so they could do whatever they want, whenever they wanted to, and they could screw Thomas Edison out of money because he would have gotten a lot of dough because of all the patents he had on filmmaking. I knew there was... Because you think about it, still, uh, hardly anybody other than San Francisco, Seattle, Portland, and Los Angeles, San Diego... No one lives west of the Mississippi. I mean, even to this day. Yeah, not really. Have you ever seen the, the lights on at night in the United States of America? Have you ever seen the satellite picture? Mm-hmm. There's, there are no lights other than right on the west coast. From the west coast, right on the water, to the Mississippi River, there are no lights lit. It's really weird looking. Yeah, the arid mountains aren't that hospitable. I guess not. But, you know, there are great places out there. No getting around that. Really great places. You know, uh, I criticize this guy all the time because I think he's a pain in the ass and just not a very pleasant person. But this needs to be brought up. A lot of people, if they don't like you, even if you do something really nice, they won't give you credit for it because they don't like you. Well, I don't care for Kanye West. But this really needs to be uh, pointed out. We almost never hear about the good things Kanye West does, but maybe that's because he doesn't brag about them. About a week ago, Kanye FaceTimed with a young fan who was dying of cancer. And according to TMZ, he asked her, she asked him, excuse me, to rap I Love Kanye. So he rapped I I Love Kanye for her because it was her favorite song. Sadly, she died just a few days later, and while nobody in the Kanye Kardashian empire said a word, someone from the girl's town tweeted about it. Then Kim replied that they're praying for the family, which we look at as strong work, Kanye West. That, that's terrific, don't you think? That's very sweet. It really is. And, and once again, he probably won't get a lot of credit for it because most people don't like him because he is an arrogant pain in the ass. But when somebody does something, I don't care... How big a pain they are. Somebody does something that nice, you do have to point it out. It, it's wonderful. That young lady, I don't know if she died happy, but she died happier anyway. Don't you think? I, I think so. And, I mean, kids like that that are going through so much, I mean, any little joy you can bring any minute of the day to them, they deserve that because they're going through so many right. procedures and pain. And, you know, I, I'm sure all their family members around them are sad. So it's hard to have those moments of joy. And I think... Obviously, you know, Kanye is a father, and so I have imagined that he does have a soft spot for something like that and has a lot of um, feelings and love towards a a moment like that because if it was his own kid, he would hope that someone else would might, you know, take time out of their day to do that. Is he starting to back off from that that non-emotion thing that he does? Like, he just looks like he just doesn't care about anything? He's just too cool to care. Is he starting to smile once in a while? heavily medicated i do know that so you know he, oh. he does have yeah you know, he struggles good. with mental illness so you know i think you oh, have i to didn't concern. know that yeah remember when he was 5150 do you remember that no oh yes i yeah, do i thought that was fake though oh no that was a real 5150 so they put him in the in the ha ha hilton yeah so for 72 hours you're under psychiatric care um, it's wow. mandatory, obviously. So he has struggled with mental illness quite a bit. So honestly, like that's why we don't see Kanye as much either. He spends more time like at home, and you know his medications. I think have changed. I, he reminds me a little bit of like a Britney. You know, where you're like she's never like a hundred percent there anymore. That's kind of how I feel mm. with Kanye. You're talking about the Britney that does traffic on my morning show. <laughs> Thank you very much. Great no. to Britney's there. <laughs> Brittany, she's not all there. Well, that's actually true. So we can just go with that. She had such a ball today. And she I would throw it out there once in a while. She cannot control herself. Brittany Hagen is a, a young woman who does the traffic on, on the KQ Morning Show now. And 
she heard John Lastman, because Lastman lived in Richmond, Virginia, she heard him refer to the town of Norfolk, right? And that's how you say the name of that town. But every time you say the name of that town in front of Brittany, she cannot help but laugh. Such a child. It's like, what are you, two years old? <laughs> it is pronounced Norfolk. That's just how it's pronounced. It's F O L K. It's like but when we were talking about farting. Yeah. yeah, you had a, you loved that. I that do, was your it was deal. Funny. That it was, was funny. your deal all the way. Yeah. There's no question. God, <laughs> See, how sad is that? <laughs> well, you're right. You're absolutely right about it. Yeah, I, I see. I, I just assume that Kanye West 5150 thing was fake, but it's real. He, he does suffer from mental illness. Yes, he does. What? Okay, yeah. well, see, now and that I changes my, my view of it. Yeah, allegedly, I, I, and I don't know his official diagnosis. I'm not his doctor, but I, I believe he's bipolar. So. Well, that's, that's too bad. That's yeah. really too well, bad. I have a lot more, I think, patience with him. And I, you know, I know that the family has really tried to rally around him and make sure that he's taking his medication. Because that's the big thing, too. It's the people, especially if you're bipolar, not taking your medication. You know, it's the highs and the lows. Yep. Really oh, yeah. That was my, uh, oh, you're absolutely right. my first experience with a uh, plastic surgery patient, my first day as a plastic surgeon or plastic surgery resident at Northwestern University was a young man who had stopped taking his medications, was trying to uh, treat his uh, bipolar condition with uh, alcohol and the Bible. And I'll, I'll, I'll spare you the details, but he had, in, in an accident, I was trying to take care of him in the emergency room, and I remember they're sitting there, and this was my very first patient, very first time, and I was like, I felt like I was king shit because I was a plastic surgeon. I would just, oh, this was the best thing. Look at me. I'm a plastic surgeon. And I'm sitting, I remember sitting on this little stool with my hands in the, in, in, with sterile gloves on, looking up at this man, jumping up and down on the cart, stark naked, saying, that hurts, that hurts, that hurts. Bl- blood squirting everywhere. Poor guy. I mean, it is a oh. horrible illness. And when you stop taking those medications... <sighs> You can go well. You can go one or two ways. You can go manic, the way this guy was, where you're really excited and you're doing things, talking a mile a minute, and doing a thousand things, and maybe putting yourself at risk for taking risky business. Or you go deep and you sort of evaporate that way. Oh, it is a horrible, horrible illness. Oh, well, yeah. no question. And it sounds like his is bad no because if, he, if they're having him on dissociative kind of medications like uh, phenothiazines and things like that, which give you sort of that dissociated kind of look, like you're not there. That's bad. That's a bad disease. Poor guy. Poor, poor man. I have a, that is a terrible thing. Okay, now I I'm resent a, picking on I'm of a different tolerance for <laughs> Kanye West. This whole Way to go. Left turn. <laughs> Way to go. Typical. Um, I'm going to name ten. You know, Kristen, you'll probably have you'll probably have a leg up on everybody else on this one because your whole life is movies, pretty much, right? Her whole life. Uh, yeah, and TV. A little bit of both. Yeah, a little bit of, yeah, TV and movies. Oh. There are ten movie characters who real, whose real names you'd totally forgotten. Now, these are not real people. They are real names. A lot of movie characters have real names that are either buried somewhere in the film or never even mentioned, but they're still legitimate. Oh. So a website put out a list of movie characters whose real names you'd totally forgotten. Uh, and I want to start with number ten because number one is the most fascinating one for me anyway. Mr. Miyagi from The Karate Kid, what was his real name? No clue. Uh, Anyone know it? Al. Al. We'll give you 50, 50%. Pat Morita. Pat Morita. Pat Morita. No, but these aren't real people. It's it's Mr. Miyagi's oh. real name. The character. Oh, the character's oh. name. Oh. Okay, wait, wait. I say, right. Jim, I say Jimmy. But it was. But you say Jimmy Miyagi. Yeah. Well, he has a variety of names, including Shigeyoshi, Narayoshi, and Kesuki. Hmm. The Emperor from Star Wars. What's his real name? Palpatine. What Palpatine? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it is Palpatine, but he's got a first okay, name, Okay, let's. We'll give it to you. We'll give it to you. <laughs> you get that one. Ding, ding, for you. His, <laughs> yeah. his name is Shiev Palpatine. Shiev? It's either Shiev or Sheev. S-H-E-E-V. Very good, Andy. You know that Palpatine was the emperor. I'm, yeah. I am really impressed with that. We're, Me too. We as a group are now batting 50%, batting 500 uh, Thanos in Avengers Infinity War. I could not at all tell you. <laughs> Nobody no idea. It's so going to be like, you know, Stephen Jones. No, it's Dion, which means goddess. Oh. Number seven, Agent K. Agent K and Agent J in Men in Black. Um, huh. I don't know. This one's easy. Well, 
I mean, think of the K. Will Smith. K is Kevin <laughs> and J is James. Not hard at all. Oh. Number six, Verbal Kint in the Usual Suspects. What's what's Verbal Kint's oh, yeah, real what name? The hell is. Don't know. I don't even know what that is. I, I'm tapping out on this whole thing. Roger Kint. Me too. Uh, <laughs> who's Dutch in Predator? Alan Schaefer. Who's Red in Shawshank Redemption? Nobody knows these. No. Ellis no. Boyd Redding. Now, these here's one hard. we all should know. Oh, they're very hard. These are the characters' real names, though. We should know this one. Woody from Toy Story. What's Woody's real name? Woody. He's Woody a, what? He's a toy. He he's a got name. a name. He yeah, has a last name? He has a last name. He does? God, I don't know. What's Woody's last name? You uh, should know this one. Woody Whittleson. No. <laughs> yes, Woody Harrelson. <laughs> yeah, his real name I is Woody Harrelson. No, I said Whittleson. And you said Whittleson. Well, Catherine said Harrelson. Woody's round up. Okay, great. This thing just went black. That's wonderful. Um, is it Sheriff? In any case. Nope, his name is Woody Pride. <laughs> really? Yeah, they mentioned wow. Woody Pride. Uh, yeah, you know what? That's not a very yeah, good that's name. That's a horrible name. <laughs> that's a terrible name when you think Pride? when you're thinking Woody and thinking Pride. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that was intentional. Uh, yeah, Woody Whittleson was better. And so was Woody Harrelson, actually. Uh, yeah, Woody Pride for a toy. That's no, that's no. not go that route. That's a little that's a little uh, that Disney dark humor. Well, yeah. it is. You know what? You're 100% right. They did that on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, it's not like they talk about it a whole lot. There's only two left, and the number one. There are only two left, and the number one is fantastic. Uh, number two, Shaggy in Scooby Doo. What's his real name? Oh, I didn't know he yeah. had a real and name. What's, what's Scooby Doo's real name? A dog doesn't have. A dog has Scooby a full snack. proper name? Well, like Jude's real name is Jude Brandt. Well, the AKC. His Scooby's real name is Scoobert. Scoobert? <laughs> yeah, his, his real name is Scooby. That's why yeah. they call him Scooby because his name is Scoobert. And finally, this one, if anyone knows this, honest to God, you're the you're a genius. According to the book, to the original book, in the Wizard of Oz, what's the wizard's real name? It's uh, never or, mentioned in the movie, but it is mentioned in the book. Well, how many people have read that book? Not I a have, whole lot. I read it a long time ago. No. Frank Baum? Ralph. Or was it Frank L. Baum? I think yeah. so. Okay, the wizard's real name, and this is the final one because I'm torturing everyone. Yeah, we are. <laughs> the wizard's real name is, you ready? Yep. Oscar Zoroster Fadig, Fadrig, Why? Isaac Norman Henkel Emanuel Ambroy Diggs. No oh wonder God. I didn't know that. Mm. I've got two, Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> Ren and Stimpy, what their yeah. real names are? Yeah. What are they? Stimson J. Cat and Ren Hoek. Really? <laughs> really? Yep. See, you know, all these characters have real names that we so don't even know about. we got one right because of Andy. Thank you, Andy. That's true. Palpatine, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's Palpatine. the only one that anyone knew. <laughs> that's pretty sad. I, had, I hadn't seen most of those, like the usual no. suspects. I don't even... No, I don't even know. Oh, yeah. Joe from uh, from Louisville says the Emperor from Star Wars only got a first name after Disney bought the franchise. Uh, oh, did he? I didn't know that. Oh, I got rid of my clock. How do I get it back? Just oh my God. Is that is that the Emperor? Well, I got it. I got. It. I you got have it. to learn how to handle apps. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I got it. What were you saying, Ralph? Was that the Emperor from the first series, first three movies, or the last three? Yeah, it was the um, the was... guy who shot lightning at Luke and so forth. Okay, God, you guys know all this stuff. Okay, I'm very impressed. Well, I mean, thank you. Even though I did not contribute in any way, <laughs> I don't really know why I know his name. I just I've heard it a lot, though. Hmm. I, don't, I don't know why you would know that either. Yeah, who knows why? You I'm would not know exactly that. like the most, uh, the biggest Star Wars fan in the world. Can I ask Kristen a question? Yeah. All right. No. Tom's doing <laughs> no. No. Things. Go ahead. No, no. Did you just have a stroke? What no, happened? I was. Okay. I'm doing. <laughs> I'm doing silent. show research, my dear. <laughs> I know. All of a sudden, he just. Was staring at the wall. I'm like, oh no. Uh, so the Golden Globes are over, but are they over, or is it just like another constant barrage of what happened at the Golden Globes in LA? Are you here, are people still freaked out thing. about it, or is it over? Uh, in terms of like times up, or in terms of like 
more guys are going to. I mean, right now there's a couple guys that should be shaking in their boots, including James Franco, because I don't know what's going to happen with him and Oscars. But, you know, he probably will get nominated. But he also has so many like underage allegations surrounding him. Oh, Um, really? Yeah. Yes. That and this, I mean, that one. That one has been long rumored. Then some of it, some of the news came forward in 2014. If you Google it, you'll find tons of articles on it, with plenty of evidence. And uh, and then you know, there's plenty of women on Twitter that are like, "Well, when I was underage, James Franco, blah blah blah." They've got their stories. Oh. So I don't know why. And he, everyone was like, "Nice of you to wear a Times Up button on your <laughs> on your tuxedo on." Sunday night. Um, that and then also, um, um, what's his face? Who just won too? Gary Oldman. Is it Gary Oldman? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, Gary Oldman. For he's got a lot of domestic yeah. violence things in his past. So yeah, he's a booze hound, isn't he? Yeah. We'll find out. We'll be right back. Tom Bernardio. Just like all of you, I had been hearing about my pillow and was skeptical that it was as great as everyone said it was. Well, I received my first my pillow and I love it. Look, my my head stays level. You know, it's not too high, not too low. My neck feels much better because of it. Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, has a very special offer for Tom Bernard Show listeners. MyPillow is offering a buy one MyPillow, get another one absolutely free. Don't delay. This offer will end on January 31st. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first MyPillow. If you already know how great the MyPillow is... Why not give them to everyone you know? Go to MyPillow.com, but make sure you use the promo code TOM. Again, please use promo code TOM. That's promo code TOM. MyPillow.com. This is Tom, and I want to tell you a story about camping. A guy named Tim, his back pain, and his angry wife. You see, Tim went camping with his family, but he aggravated his recurring back problem a couple of days before when he was golfing with his buddies. His wife had to set up the campsite and do all the heavy lifting, and Tim couldn't do a whole lot with the two kids. Tim was not a happy camper. And neither was his wife. The following Monday, Tim's wife got him an appointment at Hopkins Health and Wellness Center, a DMR method clinic. Their team of physical therapists and chiropractors figured out what was really wrong with his back, quickly got him out of pain, and taught him how to keep it from coming back. And what did Tim say was the biggest benefit of finally handling his back problem? Happy wife, happy life. DMR clinics are a group of physical therapists, chiropractors, and allied medical spine specialists that can help you feel better fast. They have a 96% success rate. It's covered by insurance, and you don't need a referral. They have convenient locations in Hopkins, Woodbury, Rogers, and Blaine. For a free consultation, go to dmrmethod.com. That's dmrmethod.com. she's so close This girl is half his age. That's what I'd like to know. Well, that Ralph. <laughs> Typhoid Ralphie. Yeah. I knew it was for something. There's no doubt about it. Shaking like a man um, in a book from Nabokov. It was one of the lyrics. What? Yep. There you have it. I see. Good news for all married people. Did you get divorced yesterday? Anyone? Yep. Anyone? Anybody? Nope. <laughs> sure did. Nope. Well... Then you're probably good at least through Valentine's Day. Apparently, January 8th is one of the biggest days of the year for divorces. Oh, I bet because wow. of um, ho- holiday yep. holiday yep. problems, I'm, I'm betting. Yeah, Your I've, family, I'm, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm sure it takes like a week for a divorce license to get finalized, or divorce whatever. <laughs> Application. Yes. When people file. A divorce file. mandate. Yeah. God, I just, I just heard Melina shiver when Ralph coughed all over. <laughs> yes. It was... It was phenomenal. Make him wear a mask. <laughs> oh. Everyone's sick. Ralph uh, is. Ralph is. Yeah. The doctor's sick. Might be starting something. Yeah, the doctor's sick. I, horse on the end of the line, Tom. I think I just have allergies. That's what I. I just have an allergy. I don't know. I don't know either. Sounds iffy. Apparently, January 8th is one of the biggest days of the year for divorces. The reason is simple. You made it through the holidays together, but they were awful. Yep. And now it's cold outside. You're staring at a pile of debt, and you realize it's time to make a drastic change. (laughs) (laughs) That's real nice. My life sucks. That's really nice. New year, new you. Exactly. Not only monetary debt, but social debt and your partner. Yeah. The number one reason for divorces on January 8th is money trouble. Number two is intimacy or sex problems. But that would be any time of the year. I would guess it's probably... (laughs) Did you hear the amount of debt that Americans are in because of 
Christmas and New Year's. Oh, yeah, they went crazy oh, this year. Oh, my God, they the piled debt. up. They did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, one of the biggest years ever for debt. Once again, the economy is very healthy. I haven't looked at the stock market yet today. Melina, you know those things. Uh, it was up a lot. It was over 100. Really? Up over 100 again? Yep. I, I bought uh, some shares of a uh, S&P, um, what do you call it, mutual fund or whatever? Yeah. An ETF, that's what it is. Yep, right yeah. now it's yeah. over uh, 25.4. It's up uh, 148 yep. points on the day. Honestly, oh, God. Well, if you, went, if you went up 148, you should sell. No, it's been rising for a long time. No, I know, if you buy, lo- buy low, sell high, right? Oh, but what if it goes even higher then? I know, but it is going to correct one of these days. I don't know. I don't know how big a correction we're going to have, though, because we're kind of... What do you think about that, Ralph? We just kind of had one. I think that it's all driven, of course, by uh, optimism. And people Mm -hmm. are optimistic, uh, or the majority of people who are in the stock market or using the stock market are optimistic about what's going on. Who knows? That's that's absolutely true. That's what drives it, and... If they're optimistic about whatever's going on in the world, well, then that's what's going to happen. Something, bur- something blows up someplace or melts down someplace, and oh, we got a problem then. So. No, i got to ask everybody. Ooh, oh, you said- Boy, that's not You're a not really sick. good there. You're not sick at all. No, we're, we're fine. We're good to go. I, just, yeah. I got that. Uh, I got, I got You've my- got that denial. <laughs> Everything is good. Don't worry about, don't worry about anything. Everything is magnificent. Great. I'm sitting right next to you. No, I forgot what the hell I was going to just uh, talk about here. You were talking about the stock market. Um, oh, I did want to ask you this, and and everybody needs to understand because we're we're in a couple of new markets, so you know, like KDAL and Duluth we're on now, and the show's only been on for about a week or so. So, understand that I'm a centrist. I'm not, I don't lean left and I don't lean right, but in Minnesota I'm looked at as you know, like far right because I don't agree with the far left, but I don't agree with the far right either. But uh, Kristen, for some reason. If you are, if you're not in total agreement with the very far left in Minnesota, and that's not everybody, most of the people in Minnesota, well, not most, I should say, there are six million people in Minnesota now, and about three million of them tend to be, um, uh, you know, right of center, and three million tend to be left of center, and then I, I don't know the numbers of the extremists on the far right and the far left. <coughs> you know, I don't know. Does it? Does anybody have a, a guess what those numbers are? No clue. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. I think the far left vastly outnumbers the far right, mostly because of college students. Well, in the urban area, it certainly does. In in Hennepin and Ramsey County, the far left far outweighs any other political opinion. But I just there are certain things that are going on. My question for everyone here is, and I want your honest opinion about this, for the first time in forever, North Korea and South Korea met to talk. And North Korea actually is going to send athletes to the uh, Olympics in South Korea. Do you think, without this, uh, I guess, pissing match is the best way to put it, between President Trump and Kim Jong-un, uh, do you think that they'd be talking if that wasn't going on? In other words, if we were just ignoring or kissing up to North Korea like we always do. And I'm not, look, this, I'm not pro-Trump on this at all. I'm just asking a question here. Do you think the fact that he is kind of a threat to North Korea makes North Korea kind of say, well, maybe we should, you know, buddy up to South Korea for right now and be the, the safe bet? Do you think that's why that happened? Because I was shocked when Kim Jong-un agreed to meet with South Korea, South Korean leaders, I should say. What do you think of that? Well, I would do it. Don't you think? Don't you think it's like a, it's a it's a smart move on their part? I do think it's a very smart move. Yeah. But don't you think that was driven by the fact that there's this this match going on between Trump and and Un? I, you know, I, typically all the stuff that uh, North Korea does is all extortion to try to get a better deal and get stuff free from that's right concessions from the West in whatever way. And whoever's running. Kim Jong-un's uh, PR w- machine, they're geniuses because he's always in the forefront of the news. They're always talking about right. him. And for him to do something like this is ideal. He's also maybe choosing this time because there's a liberal government in the South. And that liberal government, yeah, he, might, right. he might get a better deal from that liberal government. What really troubles me about the whole situation is that why— for over 60 years, has the world accepted the fact 
that there has not been a ceasefire, or has not not a ceasefire, has not been a truce, has not right. Well, there's not been a treaty. Why has the world tolerated that? That's the most bizarre thing. Yeah, the United Nations. Why? It's 65 years now, right? It's 1953, wasn't it? Yeah. I believe it was 1953. And there there was never a truce, as far as I know. Nope, never. It was a ceasefire. It was just a ceasefire. It was not a truce. So it's interesting. How how many times have North Korean and South Korean leaders met in that 65-year period? Because, you know, I may not have been paying attention when I was younger, but I don't remember this happening before. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention. Well, about... Well, two years ago, they stopped a uh, joint uh, interaction process with actually the South right. Korea had built some factories on the north side, and and these North Koreans yeah, were working that. there. There were some things that that was shut down two years ago, but that had been going on for a while, and there had been talks and dialogue between the two nations. They had their phones, the red phones, white, their different colored phones, for going and outgoing calls, but they they they've had that, and they've had been able to talk about it. But it, it's 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 just. You know, and I don't. I, I wonder if it is it been Trump that's really driven this. Maybe, maybe his rhetoric and his his uh, blustering uh, attitude. Uh, maybe that is what's driven him to it. I I don't know. The I, fact they feel could, he's a threat. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they they realize. Oh, maybe this, this isn't going to work the way we. They're not going to pander to us anymore. They're going to just. So maybe we have to do this. I I don't know. I think he's a he's a PR genius though. The guy's a PR genius. Well, he certainly knows how to make people talk about him. Yep. That's very very true. Kristen, you're a communist. What do you think? <laughs> well, I do. I probably. Just think, I was like, "That's so funny." <laughs> so I, I just think, first of all, I think it's a smart move on North Korea's part. However, it's, yep. it's also you. You also know that they have so many. Like they know exactly what they're doing. They have this all plotted out. It's a big. Sure. But at the same time, they are. I'm sure that they're like, "Let's get someone else on our back here," because just in case the stupid guy in the White House. To pull, to pull, push that button since they're having like the stupid like I've got a bigger button than you do game so it's ridiculous right but at least I mean we have a button now we, we I agree with Ralph we do we we've spent a lot of time kissing up to people we don't need to kiss up to and I, I've never understood that how many can anybody name we tried this yesterday but can anybody name other than Switzerland and uh, I don't know who don't we give money to from the United States? We give money to everybody. Who haven't we helped out over the years? Because I think it's been pretty much maybe. Have we ever helped out Australia? I couldn't. I couldn't come up with a definitive answer on that one. Well, remember um, Trump and the uh, Australian Prime Minister got into a little tiff last year on the phone. Right. Right. But I mean, all these people talking. You know what? Here's what I love about this whole. This whole. And, and again, my argument is, uh, yeah, we have given money to Norway. We uh, that, was, that was just texted over to me. Uh, we gave money to Norway to drill for oil. That's why Norway is so oil-rich, because we gave them the money to start that uh, business. And I don't know if we ever got it back or not. Probably not. Usually when one country gives money to another, they never, they never see it again. So, uh, but yeah, Norway's in there. We have given money to, to Norway. They're doing very well because of it. In Norway now, you can do things like get a $165,000 fine for speeding. Yeah. You know they do that there. Yeah. They base their fines on how much your net worth is. Means test. <laughs> That's right. It's a means test. Yeah, means test. That's exactly what it is. Kristen, wouldn't you like that if you got a speeding ticket and they said, oh, wait a minute, aren't you that woman's on the red carpet all the time? This is going to cost you 50 Gs. Oh, that would suck. <laughs> you can't talk your way <laughs> yeah, out of it, it would. either. Hey, no, hey, you got to pay. It. This is the, no. Hey, this is a, this is a new world we're living in, Kristen. As a as a man or woman, we can't talk our way out. We can't use our sexuality to get out of tickets anymore. Yeah, way to go, Kristen. Way to go. I talk politely and <laughs> try and talk my way out of it. I'm not using my. I'm never wearing anything sexy driving my Prius in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. God, we had a, a talk. You know the uh, the consumer electronics uh, shows going on in Las Vegas right now, mm-hmm. and we talked to some people from out there. My God, the things they have going now, they have. And Ralph, I thought of you immediately. Yeah, there is a car they're working on, and they're not very far away from putting it out there. That if you wear a helmet, the car will do what you're thinking it should do. I don't know about that. That's what they claim. That's a bad idea. Yeah, what happens if you have convoluted thoughts? Exactly, if you have road rage. What if you're Kanye West? I heard a... I heard there is a... 
on the Grand Tour, I heard an interesting uh, comment that there is, uh, for if, when there, if there's going to be self-driving cars or uh, completely autonomous cars, there will be car bullying because the car will be programmed not to hit you, and you'll be able to stand in front of the car and make it move back as you get closer and closer to it. So you'll be able to bully the car because it will. Really? Yeah, that, that, that's someone that has said that would be a possibility. Well, that's when you pull out your taser. <laughs> you pull out the taser. There's a car, and, and Kristen, what, uh, how old is your Prius? Uh, my Prius is five years old. Mm-hmm. Well, five years old. There's mm-hmm. a car now, uh, and he was talking, the guy's name was Nick, uh, God, I can't remember, Nick Miles. It was Nick Miles from the Consumer Electronics Show, which is going on in Vegas right now. But he said it's really cool. There's a car that's already in production, apparently, that you pull up. On a street, like there's a sh- you know a shop that you want to run into, you pull up, you get out of the car, and you push a fob, and the car will locate a parking spot and park itself. I like that. Yes. Can you imagine that? that? How wonderful that would be. How does it pay in the LA? Uh, meter? I don't know. Oh, in L.A., can you imagine finding a parking spot in L.A. and you don't have to worry about it? That would be amazing. That would save my that life. That would be great. <laughs> that would be absolutely wonderful. You well, just push a fob, a button on a fob, and it will find its own parking spot. Plus, the cars can drive themselves and, you know, come back and leave remotely. They don't even really need to find a parking space. Well, they could just, like, yeah. you know, go somewhere else and then, you know, park there for a while. And then when you're five minutes out, you press the button and it drives back. I think they're great ideas, though. I mean, yeah, like driving the airport so, loop. It just can go around and around. I, so why buy a car? That's the whole what point. Mean, oh, you mean is just, it the car? So you're not. You're never going to own a car because you only use your car about three to five percent of the time. So for yeah, you own the car. So you're actually paying ninety-seven percent is wasted money on the maintenance and use of a car. If you could pay, say, eighty uh, percent wasted, uh, you would, it's money. You'll be money ahead. So you, it's much better to be renting a car. And I think with the safety standard, things like that, you're not going to be driving your car because they're going to make the qualifications too great and too expensive. That's what's going to happen to be well, mandated. Well, they, they might let you, um, like, have your car act as an, like, automated uh, Uber or something while you're not using it. Although I yeah. can almost guarantee the taxi uh, taxi union is going to squash that real yeah. quick. Yeah, probably. Kristen, the hour with you always go by, go by way too fast. Why? I'll be back. I don't know. She's I, delightful. My... That's why. <laughs> so delightful. <laughs> <laughs> delightful. You'll be back. You'll be back next week. Uh, I don't think Is I will that... be back next week. I'm actually going to the um, Detroit Auto Show to do something for Hyundai. So I think I'm on a plane tomorrow, next Tuesday. You're a disaster. A total disaster. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you in two weeks. You bet. Take care. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Kristen Burt in Los Angeles, ladies and gentlemen, our entertainment reporter here in Tom Bernard Show. We'll be right back on Tom Bernard Show.